Hello, everyone. This is Java coming at you with our fifth episode. Today's show is about owning up to what you do. Why do people not own up to what they do? What consequences can there be, both positive and negative, and how growth occurs through taking the better risk? All right, let's have a great session. Here we go. Welcome back to our True You Character Building Podcast. Yes, we are on our fifth episode, fifth session. Truly remarkable, truly amazing. Just so excited about where we are. And here's the exciting part, is that at this point, I really feel like every episode is going to build on top of each one. And there are all these character building tools, right? Because we're continuing to add to our character building toolkit that continue to build off of one another. And for example, we talked about adversity and then we talked about fear of failure. Then we talked about values. Today, we're going to talk about owning up to what you do. Next week, that's going to be a great segue into trust. And really, all of these character, character building tools they're really intertwined with each other in so many ways. And that's what's so great. And I really think that when you put all these together, you're really going to see a string of podcasts that you can just continue to listen to and continue to help you improve and grow because that's what we're all about here at True You. We're all about helping build the best version of you, helping build your true self, And again, I'll say it over and over again, there is no right or wrong. We just want you to think, look back, reflect, analyze, and just grow. All right, so we're going to get right into this next topic. Again, today's topic is owning up to what you do. So my first question, again, we run a very engaging podcast that I have for you. First question, why do people not own up to what they do? Why do some people just don't want to take ownership? They don't want to take responsibility. Something went wrong. Some mistake happened. And for one reason or another, they have a very difficult time to own up to what they do. So now that you've thought about that, I think the number one answer that I usually get is that people are worried about consequences. They're worried about what negative consequences could happen from people knowing that it was their fault. Maybe they're worried about how it makes them look. Maybe they're worried about losing the trust of that person or of those people. Maybe it's about them not respecting you anymore or losing respect for you from certain individuals or individual. But here's the thing is that do we all make mistakes? Are we all always right? Are we all always correct? Of course we're not. 
Of course, we are human. We make mistakes. We screw up. We are not always right. And I think when you look at these consequences and the ones I listed off, they're all negative in nature. A lot of times, as human beings, we immediately look at the negative first. Oh, well, I can't own up to this because if I do, oh my gosh, I may get fired. They may not like me anymore. I may lose respect. I could go down a list of all these negative things that could happen. And I'm sure that that's running through people's minds when they're wondering, hey, should I own up to this mistake or not? But that's the thing right there, is that we want to be better than that. We want to think about the positive outcomes. What can positively happen if we do own up to what we do? Well, maybe they'll gain more respect for me. Maybe they'll trust me more. Maybe they'll have compassion for me and take a step back and realize, wow, they really took a step forward and did something that I think a lot of people would have a hard time doing. And that is where we grow, is that we look at the positive and not always look at the negative. I got a couple stories for you today. My first one, an incident that happened to me, was a number of years ago when I first landed my teaching job at my current school. And I'll never forget, back then, we used to use transparencies, right, for overhead projectors. And I'll never forget that there was a certain way to put the transparency in so that it doesn't melt within the printer. And I believe it was with certain printers as well. Well, being a rookie, I made a huge mistake. I put in this transparency in the wrong printer, and yep, it melted. And it was pretty bad. I'm not going to lie. I remember being like, oh my God, oh God. And like, the printer stopped working. You could see the transparency melted within the part that it rolls through and prints on. And so I went over. I remember, I think I told my lab tech, my science tech at in our department, she called the maintenance person. And I remember I had to go teach a couple classes, one, one or two classes, whatever it was. A couple hours later, I come back, and I see our maintenance worker working on the printer. And I feel terrible. I feel, because I can see him working hard, trying to get this melted transparency out of the printer. And I had two options then. I could have honestly gone about my day and been like, okay, you know, I don't need to tell him anything. He doesn't even know that it was me. I, I only told one person. I, I think they were going to probably keep it a secret between us. But I knew that it was my fault. 
and I knew that this maintenance worker, I created more work for him that day. And I felt terrible about that. So I remember going over to him and saying, hey, I'm so sorry about this. This was my fault. Um, I'll be honest, this is my first year. I made a big mistake. And even though they talked me through it, I just, I screwed up and I'm so sorry. And I'll never forget his reaction. He looked up at me and he was just kind of like dumbfounded. And I remember saying to him, I'm like, is everything okay? And he goes, yeah, I'm just kind of shocked. And I said, what about? He goes, you know, this has happened here at the school several times in you know, different offices and different departments. And you're the first person to ever own up to doing this. And he said it with like a smile on his face. And I said, well, I, I'm sorry. I, I, I made a big mistake. I, I just wanted you to know. And he goes, no, no, I appreciate it. He goes, don't worry about it. And he, and he completely left off. He goes, don't worry about it. I'll take care of it. Printer will be fine here in a little bit. But, and he said, he goes, thank you for what you said. That was a big moment. That was not a small moment, but a big moment because you can tell that he appreciated that I came over and just owned up to it. And I didn't have to. You know, he's the maintenance worker. It's, quote unquote, his job to fix it. But that, that didn't sit right with me. That wasn't the right thing to do. I knew that if I went over and I apologized, let him know it was my fault. And look at his response. Look at his response. And I'll tell you what, from that day forward, whenever we saw each other in the hallway, whenever we had some work to do, we had a great relationship. We had a great relationship moving forward from that day. And so that leads us to our next big question. What happens when you don't own up to what you do or what could be the outcomes? Yes, of course, you could, for lack of a better term, get away with it. People may not find out, just like me with the printer. People may have never known that it was me that put the transparency in and then melted. Absolutely. But then the question comes about, what if they do find out? I know we've all had those experiences. We've all had those experiences where maybe we did get away with something. And then there are other times where it was found out and we were found out. And what's that reaction like? And I think you know. It always leads to disappointment where whoever we let down, whoever, for example, in my situation, whether it be my department head or my fellow teachers or my principal, who knows, whoever would have found out it was me, if they would have found out it was me, I think what would run through their head is, why didn't Arnush say something? Why didn't Arnush own up to it? Why didn't Arnush say that it was me? I think that a sense of, a level of trust is lost. A level of respect is lost. Only negative things can happen if you do not own up to what you do and you get found out. This is the risk that you take if you do not own up to what you do 
And the outcome is a huge negative result. Now let's flip it. What happens when you do own up to what you do? Yes, of course, you could still get in trouble for what you did. Absolutely. But will you get in trouble to the degree that if you didn't own up to what you do? I find it hard to believe that the answer to that is yes. I find it hard to believe that you would get punished more for owning up to what you do than hiding it and having them find out. Again, I think you will be surprised by how people react. I think just by human nature, people have a better response because they sit back and say, wow, well, look look at them. They, they, yeah, they, they own up to it. Like, I mean, think about it. If you were in those shoes, how would you respond? Would you really be like, well, yeah, let's, let's still punish them. I mean, God, they totally did something wrong. Like they need to deserve. And you might think that to a certain level, but I think you will temper those thoughts by saying, wow, you know, like that, that took a lot of maturity. That took a lot out of them to come out and say, I made a mistake. I was wrong. I'm sorry. Those are powerful words. Those are very powerful words. And we all make mistakes, as we just talked about. We are all, at some point or another, going to make mistakes or say something wrong or do something wrong or whatever it may be. And I think that compassion takes over. I'll share with you my second story now about my personal example. A number of years ago, I was handing out jerseys as I used to be a coach at my current school. And I needed to hand out these jerseys to my players that were at my school. So I chose to do it during a time of the week called PLC. Professional Learning Communities. They are where we as teachers get together. It's only once a week, very precious time, where you can meet with your teachers and talk about classes, about the curriculum, really about anything that you need to discuss with other teachers in your own department, in your own subject area. And it's a very important time. And I remember when it first came out, was just a big deal. So anyway, I chose this 40-minute block to do it. And I will be honest, looking back on it, I, I cannot believe I did this, but I did. And I remember I had some students come in, some of my players, and they were grabbing jerseys. And then all of a sudden, walks in my principal. And I immediately start thinking like, oh no, this can't be good. And he was. He was very upset upset at me and he had every right to be and he gave me a talking to and he was very stern and he was very upset and he was very disappointed in my actions and the fact that I had chosen this time of the week to give out my jerseys when I should be doing work with other teachers meeting with other teachers this special time that we negotiated in our contract for And instead, I was doing something that should be happening after school, outside of this school time. And he had every right to be upset with me. 
And I remember that he, he was, he was, he was very upset and he walked out very upset. And I remember going home that night, talking to my wife and being like, oh my God, I just made the biggest mistake. And I felt, I felt terrible. I felt awful. I knew I made a huge mistake. And again, I had two options. I could have just let it go. I could have just known that, hey, a few days, maybe a few weeks, you know, things will die down. Hopefully things go back to normal between me and my principal. But I knew that, again, that wouldn't sit well with me. I knew I had to go and own up to the fact that I made a terrible mistake. And I did just that. The very next morning, I went and I sought out my principal. And I found him and I was just beyond apologetic. I, I said, I'm incredibly sorry. I was completely in the wrong. I have no excuse. I shouldn't have done it. You had every right to be upset with me and I will never do anything like that again. And again, I will never forget his response. It was, it was so calm. It was so, it was wonderful. It was like, I'm glad you learned. Thank you for your words. Now let's move forward. And it was so short and sweet, but you could tell that he appreciated it. You could tell that he didn't lose respect for me. If anything, he gained respect for me. And I'll never forget two or three days later, because it's still, it's just, this is how I am. I, I felt terrible for days. And I remember a couple of days later, I saw him in the hallways talking with my department head. Again, I approached him and I said, listen, I, I still feel terrible. I still feel bad. I'm so sorry. I wish it never happened. And I'll never forget, he kind of like got a grin on his face and he looked over at department head and he's like, can, and he said it was a joke. He's like, can you tell Arnush to just stop? Like, he's always said, he's sorry. We all get it. And he looked at me and he smiled. He's like, it's good. We're good. We're going to move forward. And we had just in a matter of a couple of days, had already gotten back to this great level because he knew that I was sorry. He knew that I was genuine. That I was very genuinely sorry about what I did. And from that moment forward, we, our relationship was even better. I tell you for a fact that I had more respect for him. And I already did have a ton of respect for him. But I gained even more respect for him and how he handled it. And I can tell you that I am sure that he gained more respect for me. That he trusted me more. By owning up to what you do, you actually make the relationship between you and the person or people that it affects, you make it stronger. You make it so that they have more respect for you, that they trust you more, that your relationship grows in so many positive ways moving forward from that moment. My relationship with my principal absolutely improved after that, absolutely got even better. If I would have gone the other route, it would have continued to be negative. It would have continued. We would have been avoiding each other. I would have been avoiding him. He may not have avoided me, but I, I could tell you for a fact that I probably would have avoided him, avoided some interaction with him for a while. No, that's, that's not 
a good route. That's not the route that I want to take. As human beings, we have compassion. Compassion is what sets us apart from other living creatures on this planet. When you own up to what you do, that person has compassion for you. They realize that it took a lot for you to do what you just did. They gain trust in you. They gain respect. Saying words like, I'm sorry, my mistake, I messed up. These are incredibly powerful words that also show your maturity. And these words, contrary to what some people think, these words help you grow as a person. They help you get better. I would have learned nothing if I would not have owned up to my examples that I've given you today. I would have learned nothing. I would not have grown as a person. But instead I did. So in conclusion, own up to what you do. The risks of not owning up to what you do are far worse than if you do. By owning up, this is where growth occurs. What a great session. Here we go. show thank you for listening to our fifth episode next week trust is on the docket we're gonna have a great discussion about trust as always please subscribe to our podcast leave a review and if you enjoyed this episode or any of these episodes please don't hesitate to contact us for a presentation workshop we'd love to be there for you and as always we're crushing it and so are you thank you so much